Section 13 of New Arabian Nights by Robert Louis Stevenson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recorded by Don W. Jenkins. The Pavilion on the Links. Chapter 5. Tells of an interview between Northmore, Clara, and myself. With the first peep of day, I retired from the open air to my old lair among the sand hills, there to await the coming of my wife the morning was grey wild and melancholy the wind moderated before sunrise and then went about and blew in puffs from the shore the sea began to go down but the rain still fell without mercy over all the wilderness of links there was not a creature to be seen yet i felt sure the neighbourhood was alive with skulking foes the light that had been so suddenly and surprisingly flashed upon my face as i lay sleeping and the hat that had been blown ashore by the wind from over Graden Flow were two speaking signals of the peril that environed Clara and the party in the pavilion. It was perhaps half-past seven, or nearer eight, before I saw the door open, and that dear figure come towards me in the rain. I was waiting for her on the beach before she had crossed the sand-hills. "'I have had such trouble to come,' she cried. "'They did not wish me to go walking in the rain.' clara i said you are not frightened no said she with a simplicity that filled my heart with confidence for my wife was the bravest as well as the best of women in my experience i have not found the two go always together but with her they did and she combined the extreme of fortitude with the most endearing and beautiful virtues i told her what had happened and though her cheek grew visibly paler she retained perfect control over her senses you see now that i am safe said i in conclusion they do not mean to harm me for had they chosen i was a dead man last night she laid her hand upon my arm and i had no presentiment she cried her accent thrilled me with delight i put my arm about her and strained her to my side and before either of us was aware her hands were on my shoulders and my lips upon her mouth yet up to that moment no word of love had passed between us to this day I remember the touch of her cheek, which was wet and cold with the rain, and many a time since, when she has been washing her face, I have kissed it again for the sake of that morning on the beach. Now that she is taken from me, and I finish my pilgrimage alone, I recall our old loving-kindnesses, and the deep honesty and affection which united us, and my present loss seems but a trifle in comparison. We may have thus stood for some seconds, for time passes quickly with lovers, before we were startled by a peal of laughter close at hand it was not natural mirth but seemed to be affected in order to conceal an angrier feeling we both turned though i still kept my left arm about clara's waist nor did she seek to withdraw herself and there a few paces off upon the beach stood northmore his head lowered his hands behind his back his nostrils white with passion ah caselles he said as i disclosed my face that same said i for i was not at all put about and so miss huddlestone he continued slowly but savagely this is how you keep your faith to your father and to me this is the value you set upon your father's life and you are so infatuated with this young gentleman that you must brave ruin and decency and common human caution miss huddlestone i was beginning to interrupt him when he in his turn cut in brutally you hold your tongue said he i am speaking to that girl that girl as you call her is my wife said i 
and my wife only leaned a little nearer so that i knew she had affirmed my words you're what he cried you lie northmour i said we all know you have a bad temper and i am the last man to be irritated by words for all that i propose that you speak lower for i am convinced that we are not alone he looked round him and it was plain my remark had in some degree sobered his passion what do you mean he asked i only said one word italians he swore a round oath and looked at us from one to the other mr cassilis knows all that i know said my wife what i want to know he broke out is where the devil mr cassilis comes from and what the devil mr cassilis is doing here you say you are married that i do not believe if you were graden flow would soon divorce you four minutes and a half cassilis i keep my private cemetery for my friends it took somewhat longer said i for that italian he looked at me for a moment half daunted and then almost civilly asked me to tell my story you have too much the advantage of me cassilis he added i complied of course and he listened with several ejaculations while i told him how i had come to graden that it was i whom he had tried to murder on the night of landing and what i had subsequently seen and heard of the italians well said he when i had done it is here at last there is no mistake about that and what may i ask do you propose to do i propose to stay with you and lend a hand said i you are a brave man he returned with a peculiar intonation i am not afraid said i and so he continued i am to understand that you two are married and you stand up to it before my face miss huddlestone we are not yet married said clara but we shall be as soon as we can bravo cried northmour and the bargain damn it you're not a fool young woman i may call a spade a spade with you how about the bargain you know as well as i do what your father's life depends upon i have only to put my hands under my coat-tails and walk away and his throat would be cut before the evening yes mr northmour cried clara with great spirit but that is what you will never do you made a bargain that was unworthy of a gentleman and you are a gentleman for all that and you will never desert a man whom you have begun to help aha said he you think i will give my yacht for nothing you think i will risk my life and liberty for love of the old gentleman and then i suppose be best man at the wedding to wind up well he added with an odd smile perhaps you are not altogether wrong but ask cassilis here he knows me am i a man to trust am i safe and scrupulous am i kind i know you talk a great deal and sometimes i think very foolishly replied clara but i know you are a gentleman and i am not the least afraid he looked at her with a peculiar approval and admiration then turning to me do you think i would give her up without a struggle frank said he i tell you plainly you look out the next time we come to blows we'll make it the third i interrupted smiling ay true so it will he said i had forgotten well the third time's lucky the third time you mean you will have the crew of the red earl to help i said do you hear him he asked turning to my wife i hear two men speaking like cowards said she i should despise myself either to think or speak like that and neither of you believe one word that you are saying which makes it the more wicked and silly she's a trump cried northmour but she's not yet mrs cassilis i say no more the present is not for me then my wife surprised me i leave you here she said suddenly 
my father has been too long alone but remember this you are to be friends for you are both good friends to me she has since told me her reason for this step as long as she remained she declares that we two would have continued to quarrel and i suppose that she was right for when she was gone we fell at once into a sort of confidentiality northmour stared after her as she went away over the sand-hill she is the only woman in the world he exclaimed with an oath look at her action i for my part leaped at this opportunity for a little further light see here northmour said i we are all in a tight place are we not i believe you my boy he answered looking me in the eyes and with great emphasis we have all hell upon us that's the truth you may believe me or not but i'm not afraid of my life tell me one thing said i what are they after these italians what do they want with mr huddlestone don't you know he cried the black old scamp had carbonaro funds on a deposit two hundred and eighty thousand and of course he gambled it away on stocks there was to have been a revolution in the tridentino or parma but the revolution is off and the whole wasp's nest is after huddlestone we shall all be lucky if we can save our skins the carbonari i exclaimed god help him indeed amen said northmour and now look here i have said that we are in a fix and frankly i shall be glad of your help if i can't save huddlestone i want at least to save the girl come and stay in the pavilion and there's my hand on it i shall act as your friend until the old man is either clear or dead but he added once that is settled you become my rival once again and i warn you mind yourself done said i and we shook hands and now let us go directly to the fort said northmour and he began to lead the way through the rain end of section thirteen read by don w jenkins rancho san diego california shaggybark.blogspot.com